Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello everyone, it is the final word show. Liverpool beat Tottenham Hotspur 1-0 at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which just feels really senselessly worthy for a stadium for Just hang, hanging on for that uh, that big sponsor deal is Daniel Levy. Tampax Stadium. I mean, I mean I, not what I would choose. But it needs to be sponsored by Bogrol, though, doesn't it? Actually, thinking about it, because it is a it is a giant toilet. I mean, again, listen, if the money's right, <laughs> it takes. Um, right, we're going to dive into this game and the fact that Liverpool have had the best ever start to a top flight season by anyone ever uh, in a moment. But we are brought to you in association with us and our fantastic website, theredmentv.com. We've got a great subscription service where you can get amazing additional content to the free stuff we put out on YouTube. Uh, and it's completely free for the first month. We've got exclusive interviews with the likes of Jürgen Klopp, uh, Alex Oxford Chamberlain, Jordan Henderson together, Lucas Lever over in his Rome home uh, and loads of in-depth content each and every week throughout the season and beyond as well. Uh, yeah, the redmentv.com sign up and get involved. So, yeah, Steve, um, I, I always talk on these shows and I've done for a number of years when we've been, you know, on, on this path to getting better and better about how you break you break records and when you find that you're breaking records, when you're breaking like old school Liverpool records, you know you're on the right track. But when you break a record that says in the top five leagues in Europe, nobody has ever had a better start to a football season than this. Yeah, that's when you. That's when you know. It's genuinely outrageous, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. I thought Pep's 100 point Man City team would be the best team we probably see of a generation, yeah. and we've already had a better start than them now after after this, this much time. So yeah, it is absolutely crazy, and it's. It's where we all dream we'd be, and, and every you know I've sat on these couches now for for years, and obviously you have you've been here, you've invited me. Um, it's like we've been through so much, and like little by little we've seen the growing pain. So, well, we'll never be able to buy him, so we'll end up buying well, Paul Konchesky because we can't get a left back, and and slowly but surely it's built and built and built, and different managers come and go, and we've just we've stumbled, not stumbled, but our owners went and got us the best manager in the world, or one of them, best more than best ever. Um, and he's created this, and it's just absolutely unbelievable. And I think at times, like, there are, I always think, are we playing more to the sum of our parts, or are these just like all world class players? And it's probably a little tiny combination of the two, isn't mm. it? In that you can't say every single one of the 18s is a world class player, but every single game we, we just we are so so difficult to, to beat. It's unreal. I've been thinking about this about how. Because when you're in the midst of something that's brilliant, you think it's gonna it's gonna go forever. And just as a as a fighter fan, just kind of think, like, how do you how do you stop this? And how, you know what happens because football, you get a couple of seasons of something being it, and then someone develops a, a counter method, and then someone develops an even more you know creative method. And the only way that you can better what Liverpool are doing right now is where we use utility players a lot. You you go out and you buy specialists to do that for each position. But to do that, I mean, like Man City have technically sort of got that, but the, 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 even they haven't quite. You're talking like you'd ha- you would have to go and literally buy a world-class player for every position. Yeah. That's the only way you could come close to beating this at the moment. And then all that, the, the only thing you could do is maybe get you two more points. Because that's literally... <laughs> literally <laughs> because because that's, that's, that's the bar, isn't it? We've, yeah. we've dropped two points. We, we drew one game away at Manchester United. A game where we played absolute garbage and, and we still managed to sneak away. Well, we still managed to grab a point off them. So it's absolutely, it's extraordinary. And part of me is thinking, I know this might sound really, really stupid, like, what's next? Like, I, I, if, if we do this and we're doing this now, I 
I don't even think this team's playing on 100%. I think there are, there are places and there are times when it can, it can get better. Yeah. And that must be frightening for other, other teams, you know, other clubs. Because everyone's, they kid themselves when they say Liverpool cheat and the VAR stuff. That's nonsense. They're all just kidding themselves. They can't cope with that, that we're this good. Yeah. And we can we can get better, and yeah. that must be like a frightening process. I do. I I I, I mentioned this the other week. I, I joke about this all the time. Is that when people are used to taking the piss or something? When someone someone who you've maybe poked fun at, whatever, does something brilliant, your natural mindset is to go to uh, like trying to denigrate it or do whatever. Like it's that, but like a daft example is I used to score overhead kicks in training for a laugh. Like, I mean, and I was a goalkeeper, but it was just something I was good at. And everyone would then, oh, well, he, would, he bent down to tie his shoelaces. Like, I've, like, I've, I've done this that many times. So you, <laughs> this, you can't be putting this down. But that's the thing, isn't it, Ross's people? Are, there's so much of football culture. You've grown up in football cultures of so, the social media football era. You're used to Liverpool being like a, a source of banter and retweets. And now you can't. So you've got to find other things to kind of to, to bring into play. That's part of the problem. There is nothing else, is there? Because we are so good, because we find different ways of winning, because there's no no weak link on the, on the face of it. What else is there, apart from finding the VAR stuff, which has gone in favour and against Liverpool, but no one ever mentions that in an argument. Everyone's got their own narrative and their own spin of what they want Liverpool to have, but it just doesn't exist anymore, does it? Because, I, because we are so good. I love the one where, Well, if you didn't have Van Dijk... Yes, and but you know what we have? Because yeah. we went and bought him, we scouted him. We sold Coutinho and, and, bought, and bought him. We tapped him up, we did whatever it took to get him in the building. We paid the extra, we apologised, we did everything we could. Van Dijk was there for everyone. You could, anyone could have had him and you could have bought him and you didn't. So the, and at the time it, everyone laughed at the fee and yeah. buying him because he wasn't world class at Southampton mm. and now he is. You know, it's like, if, you know, if you've never had Messi, Barcelona, yeah, well, well we have. So it's, so it's absolutely fine that we're winning all these trophies. Yeah. Because if Alisson had no limbs, we can see loads of goals. <laughs> that, that's the level of, of where we're at now is that this, that's how good we are and how we're just a winning machine. It's ruthless winning machine. It isn't like, oh, I, I don't think we play as aesthetically pleasing football as like Pep's team did that 100-point season yeah. where at times they were just electric. This team well, is just a winning those, machine. They've got a better goal difference than us, City, yeah. this season. And we're, we're, and we're what? 14 points ahead of them or whatever it is like that's they're the bot they're amazing flat track bullies aren't they I, I, it's funny because i'm writing the, this season's book at the moment ben and and, I, and I, the machine was the way they used i was kind of trying to describe that game and it was there was it was a proper roller coaster you know they had chances to win it you know clear cut chances to to to, to you know well not just to win to certainly to draw level and it so you could say it's a roller coaster. Well, you could say it's mad and it's up and down. Last season was like it felt like it felt wild. It felt like it was completely out of control. It was like you know, like you, it was just insane. It was very, very hard to mentally and physically cope with. This has got that excitement, but it's it, the ups and downs feel a lot flatter, and it feels under a lot more control. It feels more like we're on a roller coaster, actually on a roller coaster ride, <laughs> which is thrilling and it's got all the excitement. But if you really you know it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> At the end, I think yeah. I think that's the thing. You know, I've never been so, and obviously it's it's dangerous thing to say with Man United coming up the weekend. But I've just never been so confident of Liverpool winning every single game that they go out and play. Yeah. We we went away to a Jose Mourinho side on Saturday, and I had no going into the game. I just fancied us to win, and I felt like it's just it's just that complete confidence. And yeah. just go just going back to that conversation that you you were just having. I think the. <laughs> The, what 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 amazes me about how good we are and and how you know and how the the run of results we put together. Liverpool have lost one game since since May twenty eighteen, you know, and that was that one game away at Man City. So in that whole time, there's been refereeing decisions that have gone against us. There hasn't there hasn't been one game where something. There hasn't even been one game where something fluky has cost us a loss yeah. in the sense of, you know, OK, so the, the Barcelona game where Messi puts one in the top bin, you know, we go away and lose that game. But in the league, like, you, we haven't even conceded, like, a freak goal that's led to us losing a game 1-0. We haven't, you know, there hasn't been a super horrendous refereeing decision that we haven't recovered from over the course of the yeah. game. Well, I was thinking and, about this. The, the, look at the goalkeeper. Mm. you guys a really good game against us. And yeah. he is, and he's had it before. He's that type of goalkeeper that we lament 
who is the backup goalkeeper who comes in and he makes a load of big saves mm. and you go and oh my god and he just, was the reason why you just, didn't win. Yeah, it's we've not had one of those days in all that time and fans you'll know, go out about VAR and all that. Liverpool are just no matter what's put in front of them, capable of overcoming it. It, it, it. We don't we don't have those days anymore where we let those things get in the way. And that I think must be the most frustrating thing for the people looking in because we just we just don't slip up anywhere. And there's things that go for us, that, you know, the, the throwing at the weekend and all and all that. But it, it doesn't matter because if if that was going against Liverpool, we'd find a way to win anyway because we're that good. I like this idea, Steve, of like the, the, the neutral someone someone tweeted about like the neutrals and the neutrals will never love Liverpool and blah blah blah, which is absolute horseshit by the way. No, it's horseshit. The neutrals, neutral fans, fucking. I'm not necessarily the country because I think there's a lot of there's a lot of inbuilt biases towards the Liverpoolian people in general. But you know, go around world football. I couldn't disagree more on, on that. That's the thing. But it's happening where we look. We saw this happen to Man United. It, and it's weird. You, you have to try. You have to try not to take it personally because inevitably, you know, Liverpool are the team that's making everyone else's weekend look a bit worse. Yeah. So they, they're not. You're not meant to like us, and ultimately, we're not meant to care whether other people like it or not. Oh, absolutely not, mate. It's it's this is the, this is what great teams do. Yeah. And I, I've had conversations. I might have referenced this on the on shows in the past. Where I've had conversations with your dad and my dad, who used to obviously go to games like eighties, nineties. Well, it's more so seventies, eighties rather. And they'd say, we just tell him, we know we, we were going to win. And he said, an absolute worst case, we'd be absolute crap and we might draw. Yeah. And I, I used to think, that's nonsense. That's, that's absolute nonsense. You never felt like that. You must have been nervous going to a derby or going into a game against Man United or whatever. And they're like, no, no. I, 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 we, if we'd lost, it was like a super, super shock. If we conceded a goal, I remember this notion of you'd laugh when Liverpool conceded a goal. Because you knew you'd just rile them up and they'd just go and score enough and to win the game. I, I always thought, that's, that's just nonsense. That's just, you know, our fella speak. Like, I'm a dad now and I, I sometimes slip into our fella speak. <laughs> and I've got a feeling like in like 10 years' time, I'm going to be talking to my lads and I'm going to be saying the exact same thing. Like, yeah. that that season, like 19, 20, and even if we lose a game or whatever, I'd be like, every single game I was like, even if we're absolute dog shit here, we'll probably draw one all. And, and that's, the, that's where we are. That's the level we've got to because this manager and these players and, and everything they've done it's it, it's. I don't think you can overestimate or like oversell it. It's absolute. It's phenomenal. They are just a, a machine that is just suited to to playing football matches and playing them. And even if you, that's the thing, you don't even have to play well to win. We mm. lambasted this team for years under Klopp. We had to play well, or we were knackered. Now we, we can win and be a bit naff. It's a point actually. I was referencing yesterday. We, me and Chris were in a, in a taxi back from the station. I was chatting to the taxi driver about about it, Ross. And it goes back to the interview I did with Klopp two summers ago, and he talked about needing to raise Liverpool's level because the the the, the side that lost in Kiev needed to be at its very best to win football matches. It need everyone needed to be at nine, eight, nines and tens out of ten. And you had to have your best players on the pitch and they had to be flat out and they had to work the bollocks off for 90 minutes to get the wins. But Real Madrid didn't. Real Madrid could be at a seven out of ten and beat you. And he said that was his mission was to get to a point where we could win games at seven out of ten. And that's what happened. You can look at that game yesterday and we'll come on to some of the individual performances. But like I think I thought Genie Van Alden was magnificent, but was it one of the all-time? Was it a ten out of ten performance? No, because he still made no. But I don't think there was any ten out of ten performances on the pitch for us. People might argue, by the way, and that's fine. But that's the point: is that we didn't need to be at our very best to go and get a win and against. That's a, by my by my reckoning. That was our second most difficult game left of the rest of the season, and we've got to pick three points up then. It's just a sign of where we're at now, isn't it? Of you know, that's years in the making of getting the mentality of the players like that, but also like what Steve and Ben have both just said. I think that the mentality of the fans has changed as well because I think you're always got. I think people weren't comfortable with being confident going into games like Tottenham before because well, two seasons ago we lost four one because Dejan lost his head. But the progression from that and the way that we react to stuff, I think that's the most important thing, isn't it? You, know, you talk about Kiev. You know, we lost a Champions League final, went out and gone, that's not good enough. Raised our levels by buying better players, but also instilling you know, a competitive, healthy competitiveness within the side. Genie, probably, you were, when we bought him, no one was blown away by him, were they? But they are now in the performance that they put in, because he's a utility player and he does a job which isn't required to be flair or trickery or anything like that. And just grounded in the team. That's the, the ethic that he's built in within the side. Yeah, I want to talk about Julian Wijnaldum then because while, while, while we are, we'll drill down to a couple of the key players and key moments or whatever. But Ben, 
I did. I thought I did think he was absolutely outstanding. There's one moment where he, he gives the ball away and they they, yeah. they they get in, which is the the, the only vague blot on his copybook on the day. Other than that, I just thought he was brilliant. Just run himself into the ground, didn't he? And it's you know that's something that we come to expect from Wijnaldum. But I, I think you know away at big games like that, you know you've 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 got to you've got to be flat out. You know we just had the conversation about winning winning games at seven out of ten, which you know a lot of players did. But you, you've you you can't let your level you can't get your effort, let your effort level drop below a ten. And yeah. and and and, and the, none of the midfield did because I thought I didn't think I think didn't think Henderson had a particularly good game. Mm-hmm. But again, again, just didn't stop running, and I think that this is the thing: the work rate of the players in midfield is 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 what won us a lot, won us the ball a lot of the time, and probably what won us that game. You know, we, there were there were moments where a lot of the a lot of players had sloppy moments and, and gave the ball away. And obviously, you you know, you've mentioned that point. I think it's the one where Song goes in and he, he puts over the bar, and you know, it, it could have cost us. Um, but again, why not? he's so strong he, he, on the ball, the games, the ball, releasing the ball at the right time. He's, he's brilliant. There are games when you need to be flat sack bullies, and I think Genia comes alive in the other in the other games because mm. I don't think ultimately he doesn't have enough end product. We know he's got it because we see it for the Dutch national team every single time he goes away. But in in our system and what have you, it's no surprise to me that he comes big in the big in the big games because of how he how he plays. Is you mentioned his ability to shield the ball. He never ever loses possession. He can play with his back to goal, but like in our you know a third of the way into from our away from our goal and turn play around. He can take men on. He can play. He can play a pass. He's in those games you need. Midfield wins games of football against yeah. the best teams, and it's no shock in any way, shape, or form. The Klopp absolutely loves him, and, and, it, and it helps. It helped us a little bit that they don't. They're struggling to put a midfield together a little bit at the moment. Spurs aren't they? You know they've gotten Dombele out. Ericsson doesn't want to be there. You know he was the disgrace. Yeah, Lo Celso came on, and you know they they don't really know what their midfield looks like at the moment. Yeah. Whereas you know, despite the fact we've got Fabinho out, our midfield in general is quite settled. Def- yeah. Definitely those two, Wijnaldum and Henderson. So they were just allowed to show up really and just be able to do their thing. And 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 what I thought Wijnaldum in particular was, was excellent at doing that. It's all about mentality and stuff. And you made a great point before, man. Was that you know you don't have to be a seven out of ten, but your effort's got to be ten. Yeah. And I think like yeah, we've seen we've seen players like Liverpool run down their contract under Klopp. You know, Chan's done it. Lallana's doing it now, and they're all he's going to go. Chan went, but you never once thought he would add down to us. It was unacceptable to do it. Yeah. And I watched Christian Eriksen play, and I thought this fellow does not care. Yeah. He, he got booed off almost, and he he just. There was a, a ball like two yards in front of him and he just wouldn't put that effort in. I didn't realise he was playing. Yeah, it's, until it's, like, there was one moment where he, he dribbled toward the end of my box. I was like, oh, fuck it out. You know, it's genuine. It's unacceptable. Like, there will be players who leave Liverpool and that's fine. But until the, until the second they leave, whether it's, you know, to Klopp themselves, the manager, something in the atmosphere says, you are not going to, you are not allowed to do that. If he was playing for Liverpool doing that, he would not be on the. T- he would not be in the team. Well, let's actually. It's, a, it's an interesting progression path actually through this. So we'll we'll pick up. We'll come to Lallana next. But I thought Henderson typified exactly what we've been talking about. I thought it was probably a six or seven out of ten. Let's say seven. You know, for, for, for Henderson, in terms of his overall his contribution to the game, because I think he. He gets caught out. He got caught out a few times. He got dribbled past a few times. He wasn't like the the the, the rock that we needed in midfield. And yet, his fingerprints are all over the football match in a positive sense as well. He sticks his head in against Deli Alley. Doesn't need to set up the to, to set up the goal, which is just that's bravery. You know, I've seen for plenty of footballers not going for those kind of things. Van Dijk has the header. It would have been ruled offside, but you know, in a very tight space, he picks out a wonderful little cross for all that kind of. He's still having telling moments, and you never got a sense of Henderson that he was hiding from the game. But this is the thing: it's like you can. I think people forget sometimes in football, you can be a, a really good player and not play at the absolute maximum of your of your ability, but still actually put a shift in. Yeah. We're so used to when a, our best footballers don't put a massive shift in, everything's fucked. Whereas we've still got. It's weird. It's like it's almost like there's, there's there's multiple ways of rating a player's performance. Mo Salah does that most weeks. Yeah. Most Mo Salah's the best example of that. You know, he can show up and he can put a ten out of ten and he'll score two and assist one and it'll be work. But most weeks, because he's not doing that, it's perceived that Mo Salah is a playing particularly well or you know or what you know and obviously he's a victim of his own success in a yeah. way you know that 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 season that he had was off the charts but you know even at the weekend you know he, get, he gets the he does get the assist but 
he does so many little things that you know, he, he links up play so well that you know the, they did they did a really good segment about the front three actually on match of the day where they they talked about how it it was more fluid than usual in the sense of you'd, you'd find there was periods of the game where Mo Salah was just popping up on the left yeah. and for and, you know and Mane was playing down the central they 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 they, they kind of picked up on that and, and I agree in the sense of there'd be moments where Salah was playing down the middle and he can he can hold up the play and and link the front three as uh, up as well as Firmino can yeah and 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 but nobody really talks about that because that's Firmino's job. You know, Firmino, Firmino's kind of let off with 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 not scoring loads of goals because he does all the false nine. But we have, when Mo Salah plays in that false nine role, when it, when that's his when it's his turn to play that in a game, he can do that just as well. But he can come away with a performance and not having scored, and they'll be talked about why Mo Salah hasn't scored. And I think I think that, I think that is he's the best example in our team of being able to play. You know, and, and and not score, but but still put in a great performance. You, obviously, you were there, so we, obviously I, I watched it on TV at home, and it, Gary Neville was commentating, and um, I find myself agreeing with him more and more recently, which I don't know if that's a bad indication for me or something. I don't know, but at the end of the game, I think Spurs are on the attack, and there's a sequence where Sadio Mane runs like thirty yards and puts a tackle in, and he just goes, "Look at that, there's Sadio Mane working hard," and then the next tackle that goes in, it's Adam Lallana. Another flair player who you'd expect not to get off, and he goes, and there's the line, and he goes, and that, and he, he's like, you can't get enough of it, yeah. and he's saying that, and that's the thing is that when if you're gonna, have, and we, I don't think we were brilliant, we were, we were all right at times, just we work our bollocks off like yeah. these lads, they are so fit and so strong, and the commit like it's easy for Sadio Mane not to do that because yeah. no one's gonna blame him. No. If he doesn't run thirty yards and throw a tackle, no one's gonna go for fuck's sake, Sadio, where were you? It'll be it'll be where's Anderson or where's well. This is the point. This is the sound yeah. point, isn't it? You you they're judged by different standards. Ultimately, you're judged by sticking the ball in the back of the net yeah. and, create, and creating goals. Nobody right, nobody expects it, and that's what's so great about this entire team. There's it, humility about yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And we said about the the Mane stuff. I said this on I think it was the instant match reaction. He just wants the title. Yeah. So nobody <laughs> wants this title more than Sadio Mane, and that's insane because it should be. Like, and this is not that anyone else, they all want it the most. They all want it more than anything. But Sadio Mane is probably our best player and wants it the most as well. So not only is he skinning lads for fun and causing problems and scoring goals and finishing off and winning, individually winning football matches, he's also going, well, I'm going to go back and bail, and bail people out when it needs. It's, I think it, when, it's when you reference him being our best player, I think Jose Mourinho certainly feels that way. Because his game plan was built. He obviously put the, the, the new lad in, the young lad, uh, Tanganga, was it? Sorry, mm -hmm. I can't pronounce the name. Yeah. And um, his sole mission was to stop Sadio Mane in that half space. So Mourinho will always try and get one thing where he tries to take it off here and do something. And it was clear that his, his game plan was right. You just follow Sadio Mane because we can't have him popping up there because yeah. he'll absolutely kill us. And at times, they couldn't stop him. Even though the whole game plan was to stop him, they couldn't stop him. They had to foul him or they had to kick him or something. So I think Jose Mourinho agrees with you that Sadio Mane's our best player, and it's hard to. I said to Chris, I, I mean, Ross, I can't. If you told me now that Sadio Mane is going to win the Ballon d'Or next year, I'd probably go, yeah. Fair enough, yeah. Because I don't really know. I mean, obviously, still a lot of football to be played this season, and that would have a, that will have a tangible impact on 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 that kind of thing. Like, but I don't know what he. He's, he's, he's playing at the, he's, he's at a level of perfection at the moment there's not much else more he can do really is there but it comes back to that reaction you talk about Kiev before and like Liverpool reacting by buying players and going out and the next best thing well you just lost the final go and win it I bet most of that team feel agreed that he's put so much effort in last season and lost it by a point and has gone oh, we drew this game last season or, you know we lost it whatever we're having that again going to go out and win it but I think that's I think it's the positivity and the energy in the work rates obviously instilled by Jurgen Klopp but I think it goes through all of them just going, oh, we're going to fight for each other there's times where you know Manny tracks back but you know Bobby does it just as much or Salah does it probably not as much but he still does it he doesn't have to but equally like the players that go forward make the overlap make the option Salah before like he does loads off the ball by stretching the play yeah. and dragging someone because the people know how dangerous he is he might not get the ball but he might not get the pass to him but he's yeah. still dragging someone you're he's not still... seeing the every single time one of our midfielders lifts their head up or yeah. one of our fullbacks lifts their head Salah's on his bike yeah. He, he, he's running and it's the stuff that you don't but therefore the, measured. the left back is physically and mentally worn out it's about a time like, you know, a Divock or someone else comes on it's yeah, like well true. it's made to go Absolutely. and do that I always wonder because when, when, you don't know, know too much on TV I don't go to away games anymore but I, I do obviously go to home games and stuff and when you're in the ground the amount of times you see Mo Salah make that run 
and then there was a little jump at the end because he never got the ball. <laughs> and, he, yeah. and he must do it like five or six times a game. And I don't, you never really see it on the TV as much, but he he, he is a constant nuisance. At worst case, you'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake, just, just, just once can you go to the ball? Because I'm sick of you going every single time he's going that way, going that way. And he, he got in a few times against Spurs and he was, he was a bit unlucky. I thought he could have done better with the, the shot that he kind of drags near post. I think yeah. he probably he could have done better, but he without ever stealing on the show like Mo Salah can do, I thought he was a constant threat all game. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, our shooting was piss at the weekend. It like, really was, yeah. Like, yeah. Genuinely, so he's not the only one guilty of it. Uh, I'll, I'll come off the front three in a second. I actually just want to follow through what we were talking before. The Lalana thing, What's Ross... Up? He was the perfect substitute, and he's becoming this. He's just, he's just wonderful, isn't he? You know, no, no one, no one's going to sit here and say Adam Lallana is, you know, a, a nailed on first team starter for Liverpool. But he is for me the shine, and like James Milner and, and, and one or two others as well. He's the shining example of how good our squad is. And I said it before: if he was from the Czech Republic or he was Spanish, you know, if he was like, if he was, if he was just Santi Cazorla instead, and he did all those things. There would be, you know, he would be an absolute cult hero. There would be, you know, like the way Divock Origi's loved, you know, there'd be billboards and the loads of his shirt, his shirt, his name would be on the back of everyone's shirt. It's just for some reason he's not a very sexy player in that way, but he's, he's, he's just brilliant. He's so good on the ball. He's so composed. He, he brought a dimension to our team that we desperately needed with the time that he came on. I think it's he comes with baggage for a lot of fans. I think because of his injuries, because of his form, probably, I think people are quick to, to write him off, but I think it's a testament to him, the fact that his, his mentality and his thing, I've just gone, actually, I'm going to prove all wrong and come back in. I've got no qualms if his name's on the, on the starting team sheet. Yeah. There's a few other people I prefer in there, don't get me wrong, but if he's in there now, I think he's shown four or five weeks or, you know, in the World Cup Cup that he's he's sound, he's got that back, he's got his energy back. I think he came out and Klopp said, you know, he's fit now, which was his biggest challenge. Mm-hmm. I think you still have times where you think, right, he's playing a game, he'll be injured now for three weeks. But, you know, touch wood, you know, he's, he's been fine for four or five weeks. So he brings something else. He brings that. He's playing like he was in, what was it, 15, 16, when he was Klopp's favourite player, bringing that energy and that press. Yeah. Because he was the best player that we had in, in that season, probably. And I think people just think, well, because of the past two seasons, he's been injured. He's constantly going to be like that forever, but, he, but he's not, he's is he? He's also reason. probably playing for the club. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've just come through, Ben, this, this period of the season, this incredibly intense period of the season where Liverpool have gone, they've made themselves world champions, they've gone and, you know, they went, with the exception of the League Cup game, you know, unbeaten through December. And this is the period, the part of the season where we normally fall apart, whether it's <laughs> fitness, injuries, and all that kind of stuff. Well, we did. We fell apart big time. Loads of people got injured. And Adam Lallana just came into the team and you didn't notice, you know, he, he allowed Jordan Henderson to go back to the, the six and us not lose, you know, a drive in the midfield. He's allowed us to, you know, to, to, to keep things fresh, to actually maintain a, a level of rotation. Um, and that, that, again, it shouldn't be, he's not the only one, but it's, again, it's the testament to his quality. In years gone by, I don't even, I dread to think the players that we'd have, we'd have brought in in those kind of situations. Yeah, it's the, it's the result of over several years building a foundation of players first before, you know, you eventually end up with this fantastic squad. It's why you don't, you don't sell lads, you just buy better it's ex- ones. It's exactly what I was going to say. It's exactly why last summer when people were saying, oh, you know, Lalana should go, you know, or, or you know, is, is Milner coming to the end of his time and all that. You're better off keeping these players because they know exactly the ins and outs of the system and the squad because they've been there the longest. You know, last summer Liverpool were, were heavily criticised for not buying anyone. But if at this period of the season you were throwing in a Minamino, you know, you know, in that kind of game who perhaps doesn't have quite a grasp on things as Adam Lallana does in that game, it, it could potentially cost you Minamino. I'm sure Minamino is a really talented player, but... At the moment, in that in that type of game, in that type of situation, and you're just shooting up, putting him in midfield. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you th- so you're throwing a lad in who's got the continuity, who just can seamlessly fit into the situation, and it's not an issue. It's not a problem. And that's why you don't notice. And I think I think that's something that it just shows a, a degree of in, it shows why Jurgen Klopp's the man with the job basically because he, he's he, he's the one who's going to make that call and he knows how valuable those players who ha- are the more experienced ones in the squad are going to be at certain points in the season Adam Lallana knows he's well better than everyone thinks Adam Lallana is yeah, yeah. He, 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 he knows that what he believes that he is supremely confident he'll take the ball and he, he doesn't care and he's he's an, he's an amazing player at getting fouled he just buys these little free kicks all the time He's, he's just, you know, he just, he's running, he's running, he stops, goes over, someone, goes, someone shouts at him, he gets up, shouts back at them, and we, and we, we take five seconds and we, we can, we go again, and yeah. 
he backs himself so so much. He'll take the ball off you at any point. Yeah. And I mean that in terms of you can pass it to him, or you he'll just smack the ball at Adam Lallana, and he'll sort it. Off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He'll box you off, and and the other way around is he'll he'll take it off you if you you know as an opposition plan, as an opposition player rather. He'll he'll, and worst case is he's really good by the way. A five people not getting booked, so he's he's really good at that as well. So he's got like he's almost like becoming like a finisher for Liverpool, and like, you know. I always thought it, for a while it was, you know, send James Mill on and he'll box it off. And, <laughs> no, Klopp, no and Klopp still does that, to be fair. Obviously, he can't now with Mill being injured. It looks like he's gone to Lallana and said, there's no way I'm playing Chamberlain for 90. That was that was just never going to happen. So he, he knew in his head one of his three subs was Lallana comes yeah. on for Chamberlain. So he's probably prepared Lallana for, for a while, saying, listen, but an hour 70, win, lose or draw, you're all coming on. You're either helping us secure a win or you're going to try and get us a goal either way. And... He looked really. He, I thought he was really, really good, and he's probably, he's probably, got himself back in the team to start against United. Obviously, we'll come up because I don't think he's going to pick Chamberlain again mm-hmm. right away. Obviously, it depends on fitness of Kite and for being old trainer and stuff. But I think right now, if you, if you put money on it, he's probably going to go with Lallana, and he's, he's probably earned it. Mm. I think the best thing about Lallana is we don't rely on him anymore. So two seasons ago, we had Genie, Hendo, Milner. And they were running into the ground. Like, who else have we got? Well, Lana, great, he's injured again. Yeah. Whereas now he's being managed properly. Yeah. So he's like, you can pick and choose. Like, like she said, I can use him for here and plug a gap and give someone else rest and bring Chamberlain back into the fold and stuff like that. I think it's the best thing about... He's a squad player now, isn't he? But I think he knows that. But he's playing like there's no tomorrow, which I think yeah. is the way, which is the way, you're right, into all this down and tools thing. You would be forgiven. Because, like, you, you know, know he's off. look, we... Look, I think Sturridge was often accused of this, you know, of like thinking, well, hang on, I've got to get up and, you know, like we all do in five aside, you don't go for that hefty tackle because you get up and go to, you got to get up and go to work the next morning, <laughs> you know, and, and he I often felt like that. Well, I've got to get up and I've got to get up and be able be able to play again tomorrow. It's like no, no, no just do play play like there's no tomorrow, and you just the rest will sort itself out. And Alana is doing that. You wouldn't be you would be forgiven for going. Well, this is this is my last at all. I'll just kind of kick it on. I'm gonna get a you know I'm gonna get a winner's medal. I'm gonna do this and that. But he wants. You know, and maybe it's because he, he thinks he's, he, he can, he's got another season and maybe he's looking at Milner's contract and thinking, I'll, I'll have one of them. You I think Liverpool have offered them one, haven't they? So, you know, it's... You, never, you just don't know, do you? It's, um, a, it's, it's probably the, the best comeback since uh, Shaqiri's hairline. All of a sudden, he, he was away for a while and now he's back and, and it's just there. Comes on the pitch. He knows that everyone's thinking, that's not real. <laughs> Shaq comes on for five, and all everyone's thinking is, "I'm gone." <laughs> I, I, I got a minute, no way. Absolutely. Fair play to him. I could do one of those. If I had the money, yeah, I'd be a bit. Just do it. Um, it's only it's money. only funny for a bit, and then it just becomes the norm. And we've just said you can get away with anything in the world these days if you can just if you can last two weeks. <laughs> uh, the, the story moves on, and it's, it's just the reality. All of I'm a not there with Shaq. Yeah, I'll be honest. It's the first thing I notice is that. Oh. Yeah, but that's like. Hair envy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Just, I want to talk about Bobby Firmino, um, and I want to talk just briefly then about Virgil Van Dijk because he's just brilliant, Ben. But the the slide that he puts in, mm. that's like two and two or two and three games where he's been forced to go to ground. Mm. I just fucking love it. Like Spurs, there's just something about it where Liverpool cock up, so Gomez and and Trent get kind of caught, and 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 it opens up a massive opportunity. Gomez is killing himself to get back in. Trent gets get himself set very quickly. Brilliant. Virgil just strolls over. Strolls over and you're thinking, hang on a second, hang on a second. And then there's a moment yeah. where he chooses to engage and he just goes, wins the ball. It's Son, isn't it? I think cleans him out yeah. completely. Deli Ali. Deli Ali, sorry. Um, and it's just... just this is he, he makes a decision in his head goes and he goes... All right, I'll do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He comes over and he 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 comes in. He makes a tackle, and I think I think the move ends with Allison making a decent save as well from Aurier. So you know, it's not like he completely sorts it out, but you know, there's a mix-up, isn't there, between Gomez and, and Trent, and it, it falls quite nicely for Deli Ali. There's a nice little bit of space for him to run into. You know, he's bearing down on goal, and 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 you can see you you know what's going to happen before. Delhi Ali probably knows what's going to happen before before it even happens. You know, he's coming in, and um, you, there's just no. It's a confidence. You were talking at the beginning of the show about the confidence in the team. There's just a confidence at the moment in every player that they're not going to fuck up. Yeah. You just you know, if Van Dyke makes a tackle there, he's winning the ball, he's taking everything, and he's and he, and 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 it's and it's not going to be a goal. No, to, to score against Liverpool at the moment, it has to be a moment of 
of, of, of supreme quality rather than our defence being a bit lacklustre. You know, the low, the low Celso chance later on, that's a moment of real quality for Morier to put that ball into yeah, the box. You can't defend that ball and, and, and it, should, it should be a goal. That's how you score. But chances like that where you're running at our defence and our defence has the our defence has the, the opportunity to defend. You're going to back us every single time. Well, we're asking to beat them for the moments. You're right. You're asking for you to string together some moments of perfection. You know, like it's got to be because it's not just one perfect cross. You've then got to be yeah. in on the, the right spot. And, yeah. On it, you've got to stick the ball, stick the ball in the back of the net, and that's absolutely sound. I I was scared anyway for that slide. I thought he was. I thought he was first. I thought. Oh no, he's going to clean him out here. Yeah. And to be fair, he did clean him out. Mm. He just happened to, to get the ball first. But it's almost like he hates doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's like someone who's really good at doing something. Like, I imagine it's like if Tom Jones and someone asks him to sing, it's not unusual. He's like, for fuck's sake. I can. I, 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 honestly, if all of, I, can I just, I'm really good at that. I, I know I am, but I just I don't want to do that no more. Can I do something else? No. <laughs> you used to have it working behind a bar when you'd be dead busy and you'd just like, you'd ring the manager. And the manager would have to come down from his flat where he's just sat watching the telly. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Comes down. But then you go, realise they've been doing this job for that long. <sighs> you know, everything soars in three seconds. And then without, without, and then like, <sighs> the door shuts. <laughs> and they've gone back up to the flat and everything soars. And you're like, oh, great. You yeah, should, sure. should do that more often. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, no, he is. He's built. Um, two more big points then. Bobby Firmino. Today, I think that was... We, we got to give him a week off. And I think you can. It, it's tangible how much better an all-round footballer he looked um, for not being dead on his feet. I think he got that. He had a, that spell in December, didn't he, where he was really starting to look leggy. Yeah. Everything was not wasn't working for him, and he looked like a world-class centre forward at, at times during that game. He, he really did, and he's he's got his goal-scoring form back. Hasn't he? Away from home, rather oddly. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just forget forget about scoring on field. Don't need to do that. I'll just box these off every time we go away. Um, one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. He, he almost scores that with the clearance off the line. He done, he done mm. quite well there. We're actually good defending. Mm. Um, the finish, that, that goal's outrageous how, how good it is yeah. I thought that young lad again it's, it's Tanganga sorry I thought he had a, a genuinely good game mm. he got absolutely sold down the river yeah. and it was kind of like it was just a body shape movement of, yeah. of Firmino that just absolutely and he he doesn't even go like a yard away he just flies across the screen when you watch he's like, <laughs> it's like just keeps going away he's like he's really done him it was a just a piece of genius, and it looks really, really simple, and it and it, it and it's not. He doesn't even look at the goal. He just knows where it is. As soon as that ball comes across, instinctively he just sends that lad for the echo, and he's he's probably still going for it. And then just absolutely well, he's in the goal. It's like he fancies scoring against Tottenham. He's got a thing. Where he, he likes playing against Spurs. He, he's done well against them recently, and he scored a few goals. Like I, I saw Sergio Aguero scored a hat trick yesterday, and I keep thinking like 
who would I rather have? And part of me's thinking, well, the lad who scores hat tricks would be really, really useful to have. Yeah. But then the other part of me's thinking, like, I don't really not. I'd, I'd have this fella. I think yeah. I'd go for me, you know, based upon the team we've got, because other people can chip in with the goals. He's just he's unbelievable how good he is, and he, he was at it again all game. He was a constant nuisance for them. You know, they had Harry Winks playing as like a makeshift DM type playmaker, didn't they? And it was a, that, that's a mismatch for me. You know, he's going to drop in there every time and sort that gap out. So he's back to almost levels where he, he was. I didn't think in December he looked knackered. He it, genuinely it's the physical stuff. Which is it, Ross? Is that you know he's he's still got it. He's still he's always he's he's always had it. But I think if you to do the the dirty work and the dropping deep and the creativity stuff, and then still have the not just the, the energy to get back into the positions, you know, to, to finish things off, but then to have the the physical and mental sharpness to then be able to finish. You saw it time and time again. It's why like those lung busting runs. You have like a left back who marauds forward. They don't you'll get many of them who score those when you run the length of the pitch and score because you're just fucking knackered by the time you get there. Had to then have the ability to score past a Premier League goalkeeper is a difficult thing to do. And it was the two great examples of it are the one in the build in the build up in the first few minutes where he does like the the, the crisscross thing, cuts it onto his left foot and has the shot. That body movement is a, a movement of a, of a fella who's fit and firing and, and in the peak. And then the way the way he swerves for the for the goal as well. He just looked back to his level again it's probably a testament to how good he was when he was knackered to be honest with you because like the levels that he was doing there and still producing still putting a shift in like you say but I think you, you can tell he was well rested I think there's the times in that game where he was it wasn't back to his very best but you could tell like he was dropping the shoulder he was coming deep and picking pockets of space and taking the piss a little bit I think yeah. at times and kind of just running around rings around people but also his link up play I think you, you mentioned the tactics before having the freedom kind of going wherever he wanted to. There was a bit where I think he linked up with Mo Salah. It's a good little piece of play, and I think he sets up Mane, who, who follows it, and he goes over the bar and stuff like that. But I think he, yeah. to have these energy levels back there, he's required to play to his style. I think he needs a rest. But I think between now and the end of the season, sorry, I think he can he can maintain those levels because I think December was just, what is it, nine games or something? It's just ridiculous. Well, yeah, even though even though we've got a heavier January than most, there's def, there's, there's still been a good opportunity, there's still been a couple of good opportunities well, to Well, a couple of rest. weeks with one game yeah. a week makes a big so, difference all of so, a sudden. And obviously, you know, he didn't play in the Cup against Everton. He's not going to play in the Cup against Shrewsbury or Bristol or whoever we end up playing. Okay, so we've got, we've got now another week's gap between now and Sunday. You've got to play Wolves on the Thursday, but, you know, you can get away with that and then you're not playing again for till the next Wednesday and then it starts to ramp up again in February onwards but this month now I think that's this is why we're rotating the cup because cops recognizing you know this, this is a this is a key period now for us to get some rest and mm-hmm. you know you can end up getting you can end up reaping the benefits then as we get, get towards the and for his confidence as well sorry see if he's, he's scoring goals because he's fit Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? He's going to go into other games and can I want to start that game because I know I can score and keep me run going. And it's a little thing that's not been, been mentioned either. Minamino's there. And all of a sudden he's got this lad in training who's start first with parents for the club, Bobby Firmino's position. And he's not at that. You know, I know Divock does that, but everyone's every every alternative to Firmino is a like we have to change the way we fundamentally change the way we play. Maybe it's just a bit, you know, even if it's only a fraction of a percentage, it's just like, well, I can't take my eyes off the ball here. And bear in mind, <laughs> what can. We, well, yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to take my eyes off the ball here. Um, but you know, it's that, when you look at the positive, the positive impact that we've seen this for the rest of the squad, like Naby Keita's not shone for Liverpool, but since he's come in, Genie Man Alden has yeah. Alex Oxlade Chamberlain and been in and out. But Jordan Henderson's levels gone up. Same with the Fabinho. Fabinho pushed Henderson's level. Yeah. Exactly. And it might be, might, might be a I think when Fabinho's at his best is when, you mentioned that link up before, the the, the link on the edge of the box where Manny goes over the bar. I think that's when you, when you know he's sharp. Yeah. Because for too often in this, for a while I thought he was taking the first touch and it just looked a little bit laboured. Mm-hmm. Maybe just not as sharp in the mind. But when, when they pull out the best, they're trying those slide real passes where, you know, the, the, the overlapping runs and stuff. And, He's always looking for them when he's at, when he's there. He spots them early, and there's a few times when he nearly he nearly spares actually defend them all right. I think that's when you get the best of Bobby is that Manny and Salah go Manny or Salah go that way, and he comes back, and then it's just a little slide reverse. I think that's, that that I thought that would have been a way. If Manny could have finished that, it'd have been such a good. I think it'd have been a key moment just for the fact that all three of them. It's been a while since all three have linked up and done something like that yeah. really really well, but uh, yeah, I think. Gary Neville posed the question like, I think he said, sorry, every manager in the world will have him. And again, a few City fans probably took umbrage with that. 
and then their lad goes and because they take be, up Richard well, Stoke. well their lad becomes the greatest ever foreign player goal scorer in the league so it's hard to argue with Sergio Aguero but I think for a football team to work as well as we work it's got to be someone like him who's got to be you've got to be so selfless mm-hmm. and so self sorry so selfless um he was fantastic. Yeah, he's man. got a hard job when teams play two banks of four and he's right in the middle of it with his back to goal. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to kind of pick up the options and try to you know thread a needle pass or something through or just link up the play. Like you said, I think he's got a hard job yeah. to try and be effective in that sense. 100 percent Um the Robo red card chat, by the way, is the biggest load of horseshit. And we talked about at the top about how people are trying to construct narratives. The first one or the second one? Yeah, which one? Of the why there was the two. The one yeah. the, the tackle with the when he wins the ball. When he wins the ball cleanly and fairly against Tanganga. And he gets no. a shin. And then the and then makes contact with him. The the fact that Ben, you've got verif I mean look, let's be fair, having a verification tick isn't necessarily an indication of quality. <laughs> um, but the um, I always thought it, it would allow me to slide into like Beyonce's DMs. <laughs> it really doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you put the you know, verified journalists going about how and, and, and ex pros and all this kind of stuff, taking a still image of the instant he makes contact with the guy's leg and go, going, how is this not a red card? It, watch it. Watch the football. Yeah. It, he he stood our down. He wins the ball with his toe. Like he's at a full stretch, he wins it with his toe and his momentum takes him through. It's it's just a bit sad, isn't it? I, I had a I had a very brief exchange with Louis from Chelsea Fan TV. And you know, and, and Louis's been on here, you know, I get on with him really well. But he came, I said to him, you can you can stop any tackle. You can stop any tackle and make at any key point that you want to choose. And it'll look worse. It'll look, it'll look like a red card. And I think that the, the the original tweet that he put out was about how like Abamyang had been sent off for Palace for a horrendous tackle earlier that day. And then they were trying to compare the two. You can stop any tackle at any point. And it'll look really bad. Well, someone put a picture of Van Dyke doing the celebration. He's kicking yeah. Manny in the head. It looks like he's yeah. kicking Manny in the so, head. So at that point, you know, you, um, that's the point I made. He was, and he goes, "Oh, you've got the red tinted glasses on there." And I said, "Link me the video and come back to me." And he never did. And and and, and it's just you can see he. he he wins the ball, and okay, you know it's it's not it's not a pretty tackle. You know he catches, he does catch him, he does mm. catch him, but he wins the ball. It's it's a it's a it's not it's a, a it's footballing not, incident. It's That's what a, it is. Yeah, it's not a crunching <laughs> tackle. It's not like we've seen, which we've seen. It's not a blood and thunder tackle. God, because God knows we've we've, got, we've grown up with them in, in in footy. It's just again, and it's not like it doesn't go studs up. It's my we're giving it more oxygen than it deserves. I think, so excuse me, Fanny. I think. The Bamiang one in the being early in the day makes it is what people are seeing. That was a shocker. He was right to go off. It was a horrendous tackle. He should have been sent off. What what Rob what happens with Rob? I think is that, and I think the ref and the VAR whoever watching will see it this way. He gets the ball and his foot bounces on the ball and that it kind of that's what forces his foot up. He never goes in. Bamiang goes in like looking like this. Robbo goes in and it's almost like he gets the ball and then his momentum kind of takes him through and then it it, it, it does cast that on the shin. But I, I mean, Mourinho started saying, I thought, was it? I thought the VAR was asleep or something, whatever he says. I can see I, I can see why people are looking at that still image and going, geez, that's a bad one. Yeah, it, yeah. it looks a shocker. Yeah. It does, but it's not. It's, it looks like the kind of one that's proceeded with the leg snapping. Yeah. But this, this is why, and this is the, the, the reason I know this is because they talked about this with a Birmingham one earlier in the day. When they're reviewing red card incidents, they don't slow it down. They, they are only allowed to watch it at full pace because they've got to take in the, the, the intensity of the challenge and mm-hmm. all these things, the, all these factors things coming Things look worse in slow motion. At full speed, he wins the ball and, and, and there's a bit of there's a bit of follow-through, but that's all it is. So so the, the, that's exactly why, because when you do pause it at that specific moment, it, it can't look like... The argument is, if he goes in with his studs up and win the ball and then makes central contact with the guy's shin, then that is an horrendous if challenge. If he went in... But he does none of those things. If he went in like that, Paul, and got the, his, his heel hits the ball and then goes goes through yeah. I'd still want him to, I think he should still be sent I wouldn't want him sent off yeah. I think he'd be sent off for going in with the force of your yeah. studs he got his foot flat yeah and I remember Philip it was Philip Degan getting sent off four years ago for doing something and it, he jumped off the ground to get in and it wasn't a bad tackle but it was the, the action everything about it looked it just looked Dangerous. like a red card yeah, yeah exactly he looks out of control yeah I think it's absolutely horseshit if, if I'm being Robo's got to be careful I think though he's, 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 he's his reputation starting to get a little bit, and he's, he's starting a lot of the needle and I, I, it's, a lot of it's funny but at some point like some of it some of it might get him in a little bit of bother I think especially with VAR about like say he's 
he's leaving a foot in here and there. And, and, and But the thing to remember, you're right, the VAR makes this a, a slightly different, different, different point. But like, again, a benchmark on ourselves against Man United. I'm all for doing That Man United team in the 90s, you would like Mark Hughes and Pallister and Bruce were just a gang of shit houses, and I don't mean in the way that you know, like you shit house, like you pull out of things. I mean, like they were gnarly, they, yep. they were kicking people behind the ref's back, you know, poking and punching and doing all these little things. Andy Robbo, you're right, but I, the danger with him is that people know that he's like that because there's now a collection of these little incidents of him smiling and you know, like smacking Messi on the head and, and all this <laughs> kind of stuff that he will. You, you you potentially enter a situation where a referee it might get or if because what would happen now is Sky will do a feature on it and then all of a sudden he'll be get, he'll get sent off because it becomes a public. It's, how, it's like how a player like you know like Luis Suarez who used, used to get Stonewall penalties turned down because yeah. he was diving last week and yeah. you, you could become a victim of your. Well, own. it's like how how everyone's now jumping on we hate Arsenal fan TV because fucking Talksport made it a thing. And that's just the way that it's one of when you make something a thing, you you you've got to be you've got to be careful. I quite like the needle, yeah. but I think that there's a time and a place for it. The other incident we were talking about was where he he, he carries on and follows through, and they think he kicks Alvaro in the shin. It's like there's no need for that's that. Nice. If like you're trying to get a psychological advantage early in the game to wind someone up or like laughing at Tom Davis's face or something, like I'm all behind that. But that's like I, I think, think you're right. Picked up Trent, kicked out of Deli Alley very early on as well in, the, in the first yeah. half. A little tangle in the corner. And Dali Ali come out on top, and Trent just did like a little backflip, and we were like, "Ooh, shit!" But it's the knife edge of competitiveness, isn't it? Yeah, you've got to fight. You need it. Yeah. If you want to be the best, you need to have that. But you, 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 it's always going to be on. I thought he was more a danger on the again. No one really picked up on the Alderweire one. In the, it isn't nasty, but it's like he does catch him, and he don't get the referee the decision. Yeah, the VAR it, decision for it. I think he, he, and I think it's on purpose as well. I think that the. Tanganga, Tanganga. I can't say this. Tell me this last name. Tanganga. Tanganga. He, uh, that's an accident. I think he does. I can say all the Vidal fan. And he, I think he, he doesn't. It isn't forceful, but he literally runs through. He does want. He's trying to do one of those mad Andy Robbo last minute runs to get up the pitch, lose the ball. And he does. He does. He's, and he kind of like, I, I'll just kick you. Yeah. Little kick on the shin. He, he's a, a, a different ref probably. Looks at that differently. Yeah, um, Atkinson's a bad. Yeah, he is. He's terrible. He's Absolutely so fucking terrible. Um, that's a thirty game, thirty eight game unbeaten run <laughs> uh, on a roll, a rolling thirty eight game, which is another record, isn't it? In terms of what is it, one hundred and four points? I think. One hundred and ten. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, you're right. That's the uh, the. Um... <laughs> That's just unreal. Yeah, as mentioned at the top, the best start I feel like season. we're playing a computer game we're about to complete it yeah. and I'm going to have to finger something new to, to, No, to, no, but that's, that's it. it. It's, that's the thing. You, have, you play a play footy manager. By the time you get to this point, your team, you've normally got the best players and you, it's a point where you just... You just West Brom are winning the Champions League. Yeah, you just click and go. You just click and go. <laughs> you're just playing through. You're not actually making any changes. You're just playing your team through. Um, ten more wins, Ben. If no one else drops points... Ten more wins will yeah. give us the Premier League title. It's um, if it, it, it it's funny it's your your point there, you know about it feels like you're playing a computer game about it. This is like it feels like this is what my life has been building up to. I'm 21 years old and we've not won the league, and and this is one. It, it'll be it, when we eventually do it. It'll be like you know at the very end of finding Nemo when they're all in the bags and they're like, well, well now what? That's what it'll feel like. because yeah. because they'll <laughs> Liverpool will lift the trophy and they'll go well. Well, well, that's that's all I've waited for. Me whole that. What do I do now? No, it'll, it'll, go again. Yeah, well, go I mean, again. I could just drive off into the sunset, and and that and that, <laughs> Honestly, that would be me. Like, happy. Uh, that, that, no, it's true. It's weird. It's a very it's, weird it's, feeling. It's ten wins. If one of them is Man City, that's right, isn't it? It's so I think I believe if we both Liverpool and Man City both win all of their games until we play each other, and then we beat them there, we've won it at you their place. There's, there's ways. I mean, I think. Man City can still get to 98. But oh. You say 10 wins, but one of them has to be against City. But either way, okay. it's, all, you know, it's 11 wins, yeah, which yeah. is absolutely fine. Um, and City aren't going to... I mean, again, they might win every game, but I still think we're... Think we've This gap now, so we're at a point where it's... Uh, even Pep keeps saying, like, we just battered Villa 5-0. It's like, well, whatever they did. Like, I'm going to come second. I think they've, he's kind of accepted that himself. Publicly, whether they are privately, what I love about Jürgen Klopp is... He let this slip, I think it was before after the game, he said, like, and I know exactly what Pep's thinking. He's thinking, if Liverpool slip once and then we can get them to Etihad and beat them, there's a, there's a, a six-point swing already. And, and, it, and then all of a sudden, it's you're hoping that you get nervous and stuff. 
I just this at the moment, this side just don't look like they're getting nervous. The, the trick for us is that yeah, you know, you want to just you want to get to a situation where because I say like, that was our second most difficult game. We still got Arsenal away, Everton away to play as well in terms of like the do the, the big away games, and and we've got to go to the Etihad. If you could have it won before you get to the Etihad, is the is the is, is the is the thing there, and you've so you just you could potentially take your most difficult tie completely out of the equation and get a, get a guard of honor off them. Well, you've got yeah. you've got you've got to get through this weekend. You know, Man United at home, but but following that, there is quite a favourable run in terms of okay. Okay, you gotta go away to Wolves, but you know you'd fancy us to beat West Ham home and away. We've got quite, we've got them quite close together. You've got Southampton at home. You've got Norwich away. You know you've got all these games, and they were talking about records and stuff on Sky. I don't know, how, I don't know how much of the aftermath you saw on Sky, but they were talking about you know obviously there's this Arsenal record that, that that's there. There's the going unbeaten and all that, and and publicly they won't be talking about that. But we've got a nice run of games there after Man United where. You can you really can aim for that forty nine unbeaten record. I think the fiftieth one would be away at Man City. You know if you go, if you go away and you don't lose there. So so I think you know by the time you get to Man City, if it's not already won, you've had a nice run of games there. Where even even if it's not won on paper, it's 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 surely surely all wrapped up. If the gap's still pretty big, and I don't think the Liverpool will do this, but I think you can probably do more in terms of rotation because you have the other Champions League come back into that. And, and you can start giving your all in there as well. I want it all. <laughs> yeah, but you know, maybe you start getting your own in the Champions League as well and thinking, well, you know, we're playing Norwich, you can rest Fabinho or, you know, Firmino, yeah. give him there and I'll play him against Atletico Madrid. It all, it all plays into our hands and you still got to, you know, what, 15, 16 points. I enjoyed the way the club's talking about it. Like, and he's talking about it all, about being, we're just putting a basis in place. And that's what this has all been so far. I was trying to say this and last season skewed it because it felt like we were in a title race from the first kick of the ball because we kind of were because we knew you had to be perfect for the whole season. You couldn't afford to drop any points, and God, you know what? We lost one game that season and didn't win the league, which is is outrageous. But you're not like I've been trying to say this. There's no, you're not in a title race in January. The title race only exists in like the last two months of the season, really. And if you're still in touching distance of the title, that's when the title race begins. But you know that's what we're where we're at now. Is that is that point? We've just got to get. We've we've done this now, and we 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 will be afforded the opportunity to drop some points now if we if we need to, and still be in a strong position. But if we can just just push, just grind a little bit longer, that what we're playing for now is the ability to 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 basically pack up, pack well, you know pack up pack up shop in in, in mid March and say go go ahead, we we can do whatever. The only thing that's stopping it being that what it is now is that the World Club Cup meant that we didn't play West Ham. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure we'd have beat them. Yeah. Because they, they're dreadful. They were dreadful and they start dreadful now. And then it'd be 17 points. And then, and it wouldn't even... I mean, like I don't know what the, the, there's a tangible difference in 14 and 17, but it's 14 with that game in hand. That's the thing, isn't it? That, that's the only thing that probably... is. If anything over any 15 points, I don't know why in my head, but I know 15 <laughs> points is five losses. And yeah. that just feels like a massive mountain to climb. We're, we, 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 we might be able to get to a point where... The, the whole season we've been talking about, well, eventually Man City will begin to focus on the Champions League because, you know, they'll be so far out of it. But we're going to get to a point where actually we're going to be able to focus on the Champions League as well yeah. <laughs> at the other end of the well, spectrum. That's the, that's the point is that we've got, we've so Man United, we've just come, we'll have just, if we get through Man United and we manage to pick the three points, which is a, which is still a big ask, you know, Everton, Spurs, United, that's a, no, that, that's a, a tough little run of games. I know one of them was in the cup all, all told. Then you've got, you mentioned before, Wolves away, West Ham away, is, is you know in in the space of seven days is a is a tricky you know in 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 its own ways Southampton Norwich the first Atletico game West Ham Watford Bournemouth Atletico game Everton away they've got Real Madrid in that little spell but they've also got a couple of other big games as well yeah, yeah exactly like they that and that's the point if you right they they if we can just keep that a healthy gap whether it's fourteen or the full seventeen or it's ten or whatever. Provided you can maintain that healthy gap just up until that Champions League stuff, I think you're right. I think that's psychologically when the battle starts. To be we won, know they're going to have to pour all their efforts and attention into that match because that's the biggest Champions League game they'll ever play. We know that they can do an unbeaten end because they've done it. They did last. It was 18 games they won on the run. Like, like if so, if they if they win six, there's next 16 on the run, and that gets them to 98 points, which they are more than capable of doing. I don't think anyone should un underestimate that. I thought they weren't for a while. They looked poor, but they've started to to click into gear. Getting plays back now as well, aren't they? If that's the case, 
Liverpool needs to win 11 more games and there's nothing City can do. Yeah. Essentially, there's nothing they'll be able to do. They, 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 I mean, look, they're in a position now where they've got the second leg of the League Cup to come at the end of the month as well as an FA Cup third round. So there's, there's another, they've got another game for us to play in, in that time. They've got Palace, Sheffield United, Fulham in the FA Cup, United in the League Cup to come. Then in February, this is where it gets it gets tasty. They've got Spurs away, West Ham home, Leicester away, Real Madrid away is February, with potentially a, a League Cup final, I think, chucked into that Nothing somewhere. Um, following Real Madrid, first leg, they've got Arsenal, then United, Arsenal, United, Burnley, then Real Madrid again, then Chelsea, I mean, and then and then us. You know, they you're right, they could go unbeaten and this could that could be the big catalyst that kicks it off. But I would much rather have what we've got than what what they've got, provided we don't do it in stupid in the in the build up it's to weird, the Atlético game. If they if they got ninety eight points last year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm obviously ninety seven. That's that's what they're on for now. They can do the exact same thing now. <coughs> the difference was last year we couldn't because we we already had a few slip ups and we went on a few draws, and they were neck and neck with us. So they, they actually were on the exact same end of the run. What we've done this by getting to where we are now, we've almost cushioned ourselves a little bit from that run like they have to do they have to be perfect yet again so, you know the, the almost words it took you know Vinnie Company scoring one from mm. from, from the car park and Ian Acho missing one on purpose or whatever <laughs> it took all that to happen for them to get there they have to do that again knowing quite well that even if they do that it's not enough well that's the point and we say this from the start is you psychologically in their head we're now you know they, they went and beat Villa 6-1 and what what was the point? <laughs> what, no, but, no, but I'm like, two. That's what, what we need to make it, don't we? What's the point? What's the point of beating Villa 6 1? Like, the goal difference is great. And look at it, and look at I could be sat here in five months' time, four months' time, whatever, looking like a knobhead to the, the, the internet for yeah. But if they've got, they're going flat out of the win, it makes no difference. It's about points at this point. You know, we scored two goals there in the last five minutes, and we both picked up three points. Yeah. And I'd, to be honest, I'd much rather do it the way that we did it. I point that Chris made a couple of weeks ago. With like, they've got to play their best plays week in, week out to try and be perfect, like you said. Mm. Whereas <clears throat> we can afford rotation. Yeah. We can afford to take our foot off the gas. The beginning of that game, we we're passing the ball around for 5, 10, 15 minutes just to get a feel of the ball. Yeah. Like, plays. I'm not going mm. long busting runs or you know, gung ho like we used to, or like, and crippling players. It's just that psychological thing of you can, you can pour every ounce of energy, every egg of energy in your body into an endeavour and you can come out at the end and the net result is exactly the same as what you entered into entered into it with, except it's not because there's actually one less game. You know, you it's all you all you've done there is just pass the time. That's mm-hmm. all you've done. You've just closed you've just time has moved forward and your window of opportunity has grown shorter and that's all you've got to show for all the efforts you've well, they, they, well they're just thinking aren't they? they they're hoping now that United can do something United can do to us and Wolves what he did to them so yeah. United can take points off us and then we have to go to Wolves which will be our game I think yeah, and then you might lose one at Wolves that's what they're hoping and then all of a sudden we win two and then and then you know we beat, we beat them at home and then that's that that gap is now within single digits that's their hope and, and they're living on hope what Liverpool need to do is just stop giving them just don't give them hope yeah. tick it off tick it off if Liverpool are in, if we win the next six, for example, I don't think City can go 18. I think the reason they won 18 on the run last year was because, the, the, fair enough, the, the mental strength it took from them was because they knew that they were getting pushed and pushed and pushed. So there's, you go to that limit and you go again and you go again. I think if they if they don't think it's achievable, and at some point they won't, it's probably difficult for you to, to, to get there. And, and they achieved that. that fight. I mean, I know they had the FA Cup run at the time as well, but they, achieved, they didn't have a big Champions League semi-final that was drawing attention which we still did at that point and still managed to ma- maintain that level of pace and again they, we run it fine you know we've got Divock Origi late goals against Newcastle they've got <laughs> Vincent Company late goals against, against Leicester to throw in there you're right there's just a different mentality we've never been in this position and they've not really been in this position either in the same way so it'll be interesting just to see how they, how they do handle it I, yeah it, it, it is what it is Um yeah, just one last mention um, for the result of the weekend. Southampton beating Leicester 2-1 thanks to Danny Ings. who got 14 goals this season. Absolutely unreal. Um, the Around the League show is going to be on the RedmenTV.com. Make sure you head over and check that out. The lads over there on the other couch will be doing that. Plenty of stuff to look forward to. I will. I want to talk about Solskjaer. 
Oh, did you hear it? his average age thing? No, no, no. no, no. The other thing he said, um, you, know, City. you know you go in places when Man City play the, the strongest team against you in the semi-final of a fucking cup. <sighs> yeah. He said that. Well, those not, not direct came out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did, but he also said, oh, yeah, everyone was talking about yeah. Liverpool's team in the FA Cup, our average age is a year younger. I'd be interested to know if you took, if you if you replaced Milner's average age with, with Larucci's, is that still true? I'd be fascinated to know all, all these kind of things. Oh, so that's our second team, you dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> well, our, our team is so, so young. Yeah, because you keep buying shit players and having to get, bend them off and play your kids. Sam, play your kids all you want. There's no way in a million years that's what he wants to do. Yeah. They were they really, really, really wanted Alexis Sanchez to be good. Yeah. Like they didn't buy him thinking, you know what? I can't wait to get rid of him and play Mason Greenwood. That wasn't the idea. Like, yeah. the, fair enough, Mason Greenwood looks a really top player. He looks like he's going to be a really good player. This wasn't your plan. Yeah. This wasn't the poor plan to be this good. You are kind of winging it, and you're a, you're a little bit out of your depth. Having said that, can you please do the that thing that leaked the Man United weekly wages? Oh yeah! Oh, it's the most entertaining thing I've had in weeks of, of deciding what's the most insane thing on there. Is it David De Gea on three hundred and seventy-five thousand pound a week, or is it the fact that McTominay, who's their most favourite player, is on ten grand a week by comparison? <laughs> or it's definitely Fred, Fred on one hundred and twenty-five. Oh, or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the around the league shows on the <laughs> RedmenTV.com. If you need another reason, there it is, right there. Go and check it out. It's free for the first month. You can get that show. It'll be out later today slash tomorrow, whatever. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hope you enjoyed it as though I certainly have um, like the video subscribe to the YouTube channel get to the webmntv.com and we'll see you there Ta-da. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.